Hey, Bob. Hey, Guess who's here? <laughs> How are you? Well, I'm good. Hey, now wait. If we're going to do this, I've got something special for you. Okay. All right. Listen carefully. Okay. All right. Now you can respond to it if you like it. All right. All right. Here okay. we go. Here we go. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Morning. We've talked the whole night through. through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Bring and back you, a memory. And you. And you. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. It's great. Stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. Where's some Starbucks? Here we go. Yeah, you ready? All right. Give, me, give me some Starbucks, and I'll be ready to roll. There you go. Right. Well, that was great. That was, let's see. How long ago were we on the air on WNOX? That was four years ago, correct? Because well, we just got out of yeah, office. Yeah, I guess ballpark. Four, four years, about that. That's right. All right. Boy, that sure went fast. Life tends to go fast. <laughs> I got news for you. So, uh, so tell us, tell everybody what we're doing. All right, this is we're we're doing an Ed and Bob podcast, and we're going to do this every week, at least one, maybe two, maybe more. And can you tell me what a podcast is? I don't even know where the name comes from. A pod and a cast, but it, it, I don't know. It's got something to well, some some young kids some tell geek us. To it probably, but so so what. The listeners—they're not really listeners; they're tune-in people, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, they have to listen. Yeah. So that, and you know, and you can listen anytime you want to. It's not on us at a certain time. You just go to the to our website and mm-hmm. click on the podcast. Edandbob.com. There you go, Edandbob.com, and you just click on the podcast, and there'll be a list of them there. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, if somebody out there has a podcast and they want to add it to our venue, there you go. We can just slide that thing in there if it's G-rated. <laughs> I don't know that no, we'd be G-rated, but at no least. opposing politics. <laughs> There'll be there no go. other politicians on the. On the <laughs> okay, I'm like over it. that. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So we're going to be talking about national politics and then all kinds of things, and of course the local stuff, and it's going to be kind of fun, and we've got some fun things too. So, well, people always said, "When are you guys going to be back on the air?" So we're back on the air, sorta, sorta, yeah. Sort of, kind of. But, yeah. you, but you have to, you, <laughs> it's not on a radio station, it's on your computer. Or, or on your, your phone. phone. Or, yeah, I mean, you can get the podcast on, on any of the phones mm-hmm. and on a computer, and you can listen to it whenever you want to, right? Exactly. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I think if people know how to do it, you can get it on your phone, then you can uh, your phone can go through your car radio, so yeah. you can sit and listen to it. Mm-hmm. There you go. So just get your any 10-year-old to explain it to you, and, and you'll be well, good. I know when you first called me about this, I said, what the heck the podcast, you know? <laughs> well, we're off and running. Yeah, we're going. Here we go. I don't know what it is, but we're going to do it. And so we're going to try to keep it about 30 minutes at the most, right? Right. So you can okay. listen on the way to work or on the way home. And, That's cool. And share it with people if you like. Sure. We're going to talk about all kinds of subjects, kind of like what we did on the radio. I mean, there's no there's no set itinerary. There's no there's nothing that's there's nothing that's off the table. There's nothing that we can't talk about, and we're going to talk about try to talk about things to entertain you, mm-hmm. not just bring up things, but to entertain you too. And, and I think that um, you know politics is such a hot topic right now. I mean, I don't know that we would veer off of it, but we could, and we may even have a guest from time to time. Or we, if you want to, we'll a little bit later on. A little bit later on, we'll give you our uh, how you can contact us or tweet or things like mm-hmm. that, so we can make comments. So. Um, I think it covers it. Yeah, I think so. So, you know, and, and of course, politics is what kind of what we're famous for on the radio anyway. Mm-hmm. But I guess uh, uh, who's going to be the first guest? 
You may, you may get a gal on the Mountain Dew and get birch in here. <laughs> no, it'll probably be two or three down the road, okay, I think, yeah. until we figure out what we're doing. Well, you know, since, <laughs> since we've been off the air yeah. the last four years, yeah. what's your observation of national politics? You know, um, I, I hear so there's so many negative things out there, and then that op-ed piece that was in the New York Times, which is such a Democratic newspaper anyway. I don't really know whether I. Well, I'm not going to get into that right now. I think that um, we have such a divide between the red and blue. Okay, Democrats and Republicans are such a divide that that a candidate could save the, uh, the Pope's life and somebody would criticize him for it just because they're a Democrat or Republican. And I'll also go ahead and give you my topic because I said, Ed, you give me a topic and I'll give you a, my to uh, topic. One of my things is the stock market since Trump got elected till today is up 35%. Now, Obama, when he was in, from the time he was uh, elected to the same time period as Trump, it was only up 15%. And I read an article yesterday that said um, the economy is going so well that anyone that is missing it or or is trying to deflate it just because of politics, mm -hmm. they're missing a great opportunity not only for themselves but for America. Well, I, yeah, I understand that. I, I think there's, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to vote for a president because of stock markets. No, I agree. I mean, I, but I just, the money, you know, I mean, I mean that just seems anti-biblical. But don't you think people vote their wallet, vote their their paycheck, or well, they, well, obviously they're doing that. But I, I think that to me, there's a lot more in America, and there's a lot more about being American. They're just making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And and it's, you know, what bothers me with politics today and what I've seen in the last few years is how people lie. It's just outright lies mm -hmm. on, their, on their political commercials. Yep. I mean, it's, there's, everybody knows it's not true, but they say it anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, are you kidding me? You think we're idiots? And, and we mean, just it, accept it. Yeah, we just take it and say, oh, well, there you go. He's lying again, but it's, it's okay. It's politics. You know, I think that's so and, – and, and in the Tennessee congressional race, mm -hmm. or I guess it's senatorial race, mm -hmm. they've already started that between Bredesen and, and the uh, – what's her name? Marsha. Marsha, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've already started this, this, the mud throwing. So it's just – I don't know. I, I'm so disappointed in politics, and it, it's, it's really disappointing to me. Do you think it's hard to, for a somebody that really just wants to do something good to even – get to the point of being elected if if they have to go through so much mud well i think so i think it's i think it you know i think when you and i went into county commission mm -hmm. not that we're going to get into that but i think we that's why we went in to do some good uh, yeah I, I, and, and i know it was that's what yeah. you and i talked about and what happened you know oh we can't do that you can't do that you know mm -hmm. and nothing would change and it's just i mean it wasn't it wasn't like the national politics 
But I'll tell you, it's just it's just terrible. And they're doing lie detector tests in the White House to find out who's, who did the uh, who's leaking. I mean, it's just nuts. Did you read that article in the New York Times? No, I didn't. I just glanced through it and basically said I, he, he was one of the decision makers, or I mean, one of the tight circle of of Trump, and that that there were many Trump um, circle people who were just getting along and kind of uh, trying to uh, run his programs off the rails, but still smile and act like they're all in. It's basically what I got. Well, I don't believe that. I really, I don't think there's anybody there who's trying to run his programs off the rails. Now, they may be smiling because he's, you know, he's going to bite them in the rear or something, but I I don't think they're going to do that. I I think that's that's probably a a wrong quote. Well, you can always say you're fired. Yeah, and he doesn't have any problem doing that. <laughs> Evidently he? not. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you know, so, uh, yeah, and uh, how long has he's been in office? Almost two years here yeah. now, so. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it hasn't been without controversy, but you know, I, I have to, uh, I, I have to admire the guy. I really do. I don't always agree with him, but I have to admire him. Was he seventy-two, three, or something? I don't think it makes any difference. But what I'm saying is, yeah. he's up at five in the morning and he goes to midnight. I know he is, because he's tweeting or he's he, doing stuff. Exactly. How does a man that but, age but do look, that? Look, look, look! How many people have left that administration? There's, I mean, it's oh. multiple. It's like a football oh. roster of pictures in the paper. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really is. There's like four lines. It's like thirty people. Is it really that many? And, and yeah. yeah, and and his family, mm. they've left. And it, mm. I think I think that speaks volumes. But on the other hand, you know, he's a well-liked guy, man alive. You know, at these rallies. They got the hats on, the shirts, and he's well liked. So well, and, and you know, if you get the average working man behind you, that's really a big, big group, and and it's you know what they used to call it the uh, silent majority, things yeah, like that. Yeah. I think if you get those people fired up, you better watch out. Right, and I think that's what he's kind of done. And he says what Americans say. Mm-hmm. He yeah. says what the average guy on the street has been saying. You know, build the wall, build the wall, build the wall. Here's a here, here's the not you mentioned that here's exactly what he said. I would build a great wall, and nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. I will build a great, great wall on our southern border, and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. Yeah. Mark my words. Yeah. And he said he's going to make the Mexico pay for it. Yeah. You think it's going to happen? Well, it hasn't happened yet. I think I think it's the things that are going on is taking his mind off of that. Do you see what the cost would be on the wall? Why? They say anywhere from twelve to twenty-one billion. Which actually, the way they spend money out of Washington, I don't know that that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, I agree. Well. Yeah, but anyway, uh, uh, and I think we're past the wall right now. <laughs> well, you're probably right. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think it's going to be built during the first term. Do you? No. I don't if it's ever no, built. I don't think so. All right. Now, is there something else you, you want? Or you, um, you may care. Well, I, don't I, I want to talk. I'd Go like ahead. to say a few things about what we want our listeners to do. Okay. And, and what we want you to do is ask us questions and, and send us comments about this. And I want you to do that every week. And, and we will read these. I mean, we can't do it live. Well, you can't call in live because right. this is right. recorded. But it's at edandbob.com. That's E-D-A-N-D-B-O-B dot com. 
And and we I promise you we'll do it whether it's good, bad, or ugly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we don't oh, have yeah. Any problem doing that. And we've got we we can take criticism too. We're pretty yeah. good at that because we usually ignore it. <laughs> I'm not smart enough. <laughs> so you know, no problem with that. But if you like, if you like what we're doing, we appreciate if you tell somebody. Say, hey, uh, would you listen to this and and uh, ask them to you know kind of check it out. And of course, you always have to do all that. Spread the word on social media. You got to you know Facebook it, like it, and all those things too. All right, I got a question for you. Is is Trump as smart as any president's ever been? But uh, we'll, li- we'll listen to, the, to this quote. I will be the greatest jobs president that God ever created. I tell you that. All right. See, he, he, he says he is the greatest jobs president ever. You know, he went to Wharton Business School, mm-hmm. and he's a very tough school to get in. Mm-hmm. Did very well there. Mm-hmm. It, you think he is the smartest president that's ever been in there? He's not smart around women. <laughs> I mean, the guy's an idiot. I know a lot of guys like that. I mean, it's going to cost. He's going to be end up spending all of his money to lawyers getting him out of this stuff. That's your question, though. Didn't didn't JFK have women galore at the White House and all this stuff and skinny dipping in the White House pool and things like that? I don't know. But the press never covered it because they didn't care. Well, I think they cared, but I think there was some honor there somewhere. But evidently, Trump doesn't have any honor with the press because he talks about that they're the enemy. Yeah. So it it and if that's true, they're they're going to continue to fight each other. Enemy of the state. Yeah, enemy of the state. Yeah. But he he does do a good job as far as the economy is. There's no doubt about that. Oh gosh. And and yeah. and he he strong arms other he strong arms unions, companies, mm-hmm. other countries. I mean, look what he does. He doesn't care. Well, getting rid of the trade contract and and jumping in there, and supposedly a new agreement with Mexico is coming out. And um, honestly, these tariffs, you know, everybody says everybody's nervous about the tariffs. But if it takes that to get something fair and balanced... I'm not completely opposed to it. Are you? What are you? What are your thoughts no, on I that? No, I don't. I don't care if it's fair and balanced. I mean, I, I, as long as we're ahead and we're on top, I don't care. Did you see what quote he said yesterday? What? He said, "I'm not trying to be the voice of the world. I'm the voice of the United States of America." There you go. Amen. <laughs> yeah. That's and that's his job. But now, a lot of people that, say, oh, "I want this person, the president, supposed to be the leader of the free yeah. world." But I, I, you know, in the last couple of years too, I've been talking to people about his. But you know, we we go to church and you, we go mm-hmm. to some of the same churches and things. You talk to people and 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 hang out with some pretty strong Christian folks. And I say, does that not bother you that he's messing around with women and you know and all that? And they say, yeah. well, I don't know. You know, it's <laughs> and they start dancing around the subject. Yeah, I've I've it's, seen that. Yeah, they're uncomfortable with it. But we didn't. We're not. Then that gets back to what's the requirements for a president. Do they have to be uh, spotless? Well, is there no morality? Well, is there? Is anybody perfect? Oh, well, no. <laughs> so, no, there's no. There's only one that was perfect. I know, but <laughs> if you if you put everybody up against the wall with a white sheet and see and find one that's perfect, I don't think anybody be running for president. No. Well, no, that's true. I have learned that in the last four years on commission. What you see and what actually happens is two different things. Well, that's a lot of truth there. But, you know, I think that um, the role of president 
is not the moral center of the United States. I, I never looked at it that way. I mean, we've got religious leaders for that. That's where your Billy Grahams came in and things like that. I remember about six years ago at First Baptist Church in Concord, Reverend Doug Sager mm, stood up. up and said, if you're a Democrat, you might want to leave right now. Really? And he got criticized for that. I mean, the, the Southern Baptist Convention jumped all over him and said, you can't do politics from the pulpit. You can't do that. The heck, you can't. Mm. You can now. You can do it almost anywhere now. Well, they do. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people feel like uh, that a lot of Christian churches are, are real, you're Southern Baptist, you're really strong uh, uh, group like that that's uh, got set, very set in how what their ways are and what they believe. They uh, feel like nobody's listened to them that's, that have been leaders. Right. I, I don't think well, so. Well, uh, Bill, Billy Graham, of course, he, he, had a, he had an open door at the White House, but he All was right. the only one, you know, and, and uh, well, so let me tell you about a friend of mine. Go ahead. All right. I got a buddy out in Fountain City on North Broadway at the intersection of Hotel Avenue who's been in business for about 35 years doing mortgages, setting people up. Now, here's what I'm trying to... I'm going to tell you who it is in a minute. Of course, you probably already guessed. Mm -hmm. But here's what, here's what I want you to do. And I want you to know this for sure. Because if you go out to buy a house today, you better have your ducks in a row and you better be pre-approved because chances are the house that you pick out that you like, it won't be there in three days. Somebody else will get it. Well, you're it's right. It's true. I mean, that's the way crazy. the market is. Houses are going for 104% of the asking price. Exactly. It's, it is absolutely unbelievable. So what I'm saying is get pre-approved. And you can do that by calling Fountain City Finance, 687-7857. They do it over the phone, set you up, and get you the amount that you, you know, get a ballpark amount that you can work with. And then go out and pick out the house you want, and you, you're right there. You're already halfway there. So that number again is 687-7857. Good people. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're about halfway through, a little bit over halfway through our uh, podcast. Our first one that's putting us back on the air, sorta. You're supposed to help me out there. Yeah. I'm, back I'm, on the air, sorta. Sorta. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, how can we contact us uh, before we get to, uh, we'll have more we're going to talk about, but how can people contact us? Well, you can go to edandbob.com, E D A N D. Bob.com. There's comment section down there after each podcast where you can make comments. You can um, follow us on Twitter, and that's going to be Ed and Bob Knox, K N O X. All right, Ed and Bob Knox. That's the Twitter. Okay. Okay. We're also on Facebook. I have no clue what that is. Just put Ed and Bob in on Facebook. You'll find it. Our pictures are there. Yeah. That's there's about 900 people that like it on Facebook. Are there really? Yeah. I saw that the other night. I thought, wow, where have we been? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I keep getting those emails hope saying, they're, hope they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you could do that. And then uh, what other social media is there? I guess Facebook and, and Twitter, that's kind yeah, of it. That's enough. And then uh, you put, if you put comments there, I hate to get into emails and stuff. I'd rather everybody just see the comments so if they have more they want to add to mm -hmm. it, they can do that there. Okay. Sound good to you? Sounds good to me. All right. What are we going to talk about in the future, Ed? What some of the topics well, that you want to talk about, or and we'll see what other people want us to talk about as well. Yeah, I, I think I would like to get into some local politics. And I'll tell you one thing I'd like to do, Bob, and I haven't talked to you about this, but I would like for you to reveal 
what it was like to run for mayor. Mm. And I mean, the real, the real down and dirty story, if there is a down and dirty story, but I mean, it, you know, the real thing, what it was like to, I mean, I was with you part of that, but I, I mean, really, you know, how something like that, and that would be a good, good thing to talk we'll, about. Well, we'll do that. It's, okay. uh, and I, I, and I'll just tease that by saying never in my lifetime would I have a vision running for office, county commission, much less the kind of stress and, and um, time-consuming it yeah. takes to run for mayor of Knox County. Mm-hmm. So we will talk about that in the future, and um, I don't have a problem with doing that. Okay. So it's all good. And, and there's lots of other things we can talk about, not just politics, but also, we, you know, you've got the economy of East Tennessee, the... You've got the traffic in East Tennessee. Listen, I can't, this afternoon I drove up North Shore Drive, Westland Drive, mm-hmm. Westland Drive yeah. from, from North Shore, and, and it's backed up all the way to Kingston Pike. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, but and, it's and, a whole lot worse over there where you are. Or where you, no, where I used where to are be. You used yeah, to Harden live. Valley is terrible. You're right. And I'll tell you another place that's bad is, is uh, Emory Road. Out in Powell, yeah. it's awful backing up on the interstate and all of that. So it's it's that's going to be some issues. Well, don't you think we're probably one of the next big areas of the state of Tennessee to just take off? I mean, it seems like we're getting. You know how we always had. Um, well, we we kind of have Knox, Knoxville, and Farragut, mm-hmm. and there was always Fountain City and Powell, but they were never really uh, mm-hmm. kind of a city mm-hmm. core. But I think you, you may have your Powell growing more. I think your Hardin Valley could eventually almost become a, a Farragut. Mm-hmm. I, totally I, I mean, they got all the yeah. weapons out there. They've got. And I don't mean seriously weapons. I'm talking about. You can go from kindergarten. To getting a master's degree, or I think even a law degree, all on that one road, it's amazing, mm-hmm. and, and it could be its own uh, little city. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with you, Brantleyville. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? Where's that sign? You remember that guy made a sign it. up yeah, for you? It's up in my garage. Well, that needs to go at the post office at Brantleyville. Well, when it happens. The, the population on that sign is eighty-three. It's a lot different now. Absolutely, that's one class at the new middle school. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that I've enjoyed a lot getting uh, since the last time we talked to our audience, for me, is, is my grandchild. Mm-hmm. I, I took her to Dollywood Sunday afternoon, and I smiled and laughed. I mean, she got on, and they have, they have rides up there. I mean, you could spend hours up there with just uh, with a, a, a granddaughter that's three years old riding rides. You know, I haven't been there in a while. I mean, really. it's amazing. It's just amazing. Now, the people are still the same, but it's—I right. mean—it's really nice, and 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 we had so much fun. And and when I would pick her up to get her off a ride, she just she raised heck. I mean, she cries. She wants to stay on there, and it's it's. Now, how really old is she? Three. Three. Okay. Or about to be three. I mean, she really enjoyed it, I, and we enjoyed it watching her. I mean, it's just fun. She just waved and smiled and everything. So that's one of the things that I'm starting to enjoy more is a grandchild, and and that's. The reason why I'm saying it is because when my son was growing up, right. I was working seven days a week. Oh, I, I, I've and told many people I've watched you work seven days a week. Like three remotes on the weekends, yep. selling in the morning, selling in midday, on the air in the afternoon. And, and I didn't get any of that. I did not get any of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm so 
sorry about that because I wouldn't get home until dinner was Yeah, but look at the great life you provided for your family because uh, you and I, neither one, have come from, we didn't come from rich families. No, no. If you, if no. you, if you want anything, yeah. we've earned it. And yeah. I'm not tr- bragging. Yeah. I'm just saying. But you and I have never been afraid to work. But boy, I'm t- I watched you. So, and you brought up a good topic of talking about since we were on the air and talk, what you missed and things. But on the other hand of that, what do you miss? What have you missed from being on the air um, those years? You know, what, what is it that, that being on the air that you really enjoy, that you what you feel like you, God, well, I wish I still had that. The connection with listeners. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it and... Uh, it, it was so fun to talk to people, and I still get to do that some. But they're a little older now <laughs> than they used to be. But it's—I it, mean—when they would come up to you and say, "Hey, Ed, I've listened to you for a long, long time, and and we miss you on there." And I know they say that to you too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, we we had a thing going with that Ed and Bob show. Well, we got about six more minutes to go. I I, I, I think that the thing I miss the most, probably, like you say, is the connection with the listeners, but also being able to talk about topics that seems like nobody else was really talking about. We didn't tell, have anybody telling us, this is what you have to talk about. Right. They give us suggestions all the time, which is yeah. great. But we had our opinions, and, and we listened mm-hmm. to people. And, and some of the greatest times, I think, is when we got callers that were exactly opposed to what we were saying or maybe how we were slanting, because that, that provokes thought. And I think if you have good conversation like that about topics that you get people talking about that maybe you find solutions. I agree. Well, there's lots of things we can talk about. Of course, you have the drug problem. And we can think that we can talk about good things, too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be just the bad things going on. And there's good things. And sharing what our grandparents do, because that's important to me right now. But uh, I have a new saying, Bob. What is it? I got no place to go and all day to get there. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, is that replaced? You never pass up sweet tea and ice cream? No. Oh, I didn't. Okay. But that's, uh, you know, and that's the, that's what's happened to me in retirement. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it makes you, you, you know, you, you're not retired yet. But no. it, it, you reflect on your life and you reflect on things and you, you say, well, I want, to, I want to do something. I want to, you know, get a job. And then you say, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> All right, before we go here, though, we got about uh, four more minutes. I want to mention somebody um, that I'm very proud of, my buddy Chuck Ward. Chuck Ward, I've known him for a long time. He, uh, being a a fixer and flipper uh, in South Knoxville, he started, he used to be head of the stagehands down at the Coliseum. And they started buying homes, and he he took some of his profit from there, and he bought the world-famous Cotton-Eyed Joe. And Chuck was just in the last uh, month awarded the Academy of Country Music Nightclub of the Year in the United States of America. Wow. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. And my hat's off to Chuck. And if you if you want to go out and have a good time, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is college night, so that's not me and you, Ed. No. No. Uh, and, and no college professors. This is college students. <laughs> but but it's, a, it's been a really an icon for uh, Knox County. And... and uh, it's such a successful nightclub. I, my hat's off to Chuck Ward and the Cotton Eye Joe for the job they do. And also, keep in mind, 
of the liquor by the drink taxes in that nightclub mm-hmm. go to the Farragut schools. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think about that. That's right. They, yeah. he, that club yeah. funds a lot of mm-hmm. the schools in Farragut. And um, if it wasn't there, I don't know where they'd get some That's of that true. money to. So anyway. I, never, I didn't realize Cotton-Eyed Joe. What off, of, off of Level Road, in between Level Road and um, A very Campbell safe Station. place to be, too. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah they I got mean, it. It's, it's pretty safe. And you can learn to line dance. Like Ed, <laughs> Ed and I used to line dance all the time. We don't do it anymore. So. No. All right. Here's where you got to get in touch with us. Edandbob.com. Or you can go on uh, Twitter at Knox. Mm-hmm. And uh, edandbob.com, and we'll get Facebook. I think the Facebook page is it's up. Just look it up. Yeah. I, I forgot. But anyway, it's Ed and Bob because we've got a lot of stuff up there. And spread the word on social media. If you listen to this, you kind of like it, we're going to try to keep them around 30 minutes, which is about where we are. And uh, we really uh, appreciate your comments. We appreciate you listening. And I, uh, to see if some of you actually listen to the whole thing, here's our question for you. And we want you to put the answer up on um, edandbob.com in the comments section. We mentioned how much stock. Stocks are up since Trump got elected, a percentage. So put in how much we said to see if you listen to this whole uh, pod. So what's a prize? We're not going to do a prize. We're we're Uh, going to mention them next time. How about that? First person that answers. Well, okay. You could get them a a Cotton Eye Joe t-shirt. Well, we can do that. (laughs) There you go. Uh, But how are we going to get it to them? See, I don't we'll know. figure it out. And we'll have guests and things like that. So that was our first podcast, Ed. What do you think? Well, it, it, I had fun. I, I would like to know what the listeners think and um, or our podcasters. What do you call someone who listens to a podcast? A follower? Or yeah, a, I think uh, you know, a, 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 a listener. I think it's a listener. You got to yeah. listen. So I think we have a lot to offer. <clears throat> I really do. And I want us to get some things that you and I don't agree on, because I like yelling back at you when you. <laughs> okay. All right, Ed. We'll do it again soon. Okay. Thanks, everybody.